Hi everybody, this is Marco Santos and you are listening to the coolest, hippest, most lit podcast ever, the Brazilian beat! Brazilian beat. We're getting to know the Brazilian percussion making community one interview at a time. Today we're bringing you a chat with our friend and Brazilian beat listener and contender for number one fan, Marcos Santos. Marcos is a contemporary percussionist and educator and is a native of Bahia, Brazil. He commits his life to the study, teaching, and performance of his hometown's Afro-Brazilian music and heritage. He received a scholarship and completed his studies with honors at Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Marcus has performed with many artists like Paquito de Rivera, the Gypsy Kings, and has performed with Osvaldo Golijovs, Passion Según San Marcos. Marcus leads and has led workshops on Afro-Brazilian percussion and music for social change in universities and conventions around the world. He is currently the director of the Grooversity Network Project and artistically directs nine drumming groups in seven different states in the U.S. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> With an egg shaker in the background. Hey, Diana. How's it going? Good morning, Courtney. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. I got a little bit of a cough here, but still recovering somewhat from being sick. Very good. I'm drinking my coffee because uh, it's early here on the West Coast and we've got a an East Coast guest, Mr. Marco Santos. Welcome. Hello, hello. Second time around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when it's fun, we, we'll, we'll do it more times. Eh? We can do maybe once a month. Yeah. Let's <laughs> keep going. <laughs> So it's it's early there. It's like one in the afternoon here. It's like there's there's sun outside and and people walking uh, shirtless. It's <laughs> with with what there's probably what six inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> oh. uh, so cool. for everybody, we um actually recorded an episode with Marcus, but then we had a tragic loss of audio a technical difficulty and so he is gracious enough to have agreed to have agreed to let us do it again so 
Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for coming on again. It's so it's my pleasure. I hope that the software can take it this time. You know, I think the software rejected. <laughs> like, hey, we don't like this guy. <laughs> All right, let's not save this. <laughs> like, this guy's too excited. We gotta cut him off. <laughs> oh man. Oh, anyway, but but and then once again, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. And and you know, this is a movement you guys are starting, and it's it's. It's a humble pleasure, and and I'm I'm super psyched to be sharing the, the our our little project with with all your your listeners, and and I'm so inspired with all the other podcasts, and and then uh, this I I told you I I've listened to every single podcast you put out there, and this will be the first one I I won't listen to, you know, so. so <laughs> So, so you know, I'll listen to every single you publish except this one. <laughs> you might be our new number one fan. Yeah. If that's the case. <laughs> so, not only is he a guest, he's also a listener. So, there you go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. So, we're here to hear about you, Marcus. Uh, let's uh, get into this. And do you want to start telling us about yourself? How you got into music, your life back in Brazil, all that? All right. So, how how did I start drumming? It's uh, so I'm from Salvador, in the northeast of Brazil, the first capital. Uh, it's it's reported to be the place with the most number of African descendants outside of Africa, and so so that reflects in the culture of of the city, and and it's almost I think. How, how would you make a comparison? I have, I have a question back to you guys. It, it's like when, when it's out there so much that it's kind of not even uh, uh, fair to say that, uh, you know, I, I had to, to fight my way through to get involved with drumming. Uh, I didn't need to do any of that because drumming is simply everywhere in my hometown. So, mm -hmm. so is there, you know, there's a phrase, there's, there's so many flowers in the garden that you know you you end up liking flowers anyways because all you see is flowers everywhere like like you almost can't help it you can't help but be involved in it because it's just everywhere yeah, yeah there you go yeah or, or living in, in i live in the greater boston now like you can't not get involved with a sports team because it's mm -hmm. everywhere right <laughs> right you know <laughs> the patriots just won the super bowl so then it's a week of news patriots you know right. <laughs> and then the parade and it's snowing a million people outside uh, under snow you know it's <laughs> So it's the same way in Salvador with, with drumming. It's it's part of the culture. And so it's that's that's how I got started, I guess. And we, I used to get together with with my friends, uh, especially after school. And, and and we would, you know, release the stress from school by, by, by drumming. It's super exciting. <laughs> so your parents must have been pretty supportive of, of you. Have, like, did you have friends over to your house? Or, you know, like a lot of people here... <laughs> At least people I when I was growing up, it was like, whose house can we play at? Because you know it's uh. <laughs> so loud, you know, like there's a noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and that's interesting too. Uh, uh, I label myself in the United States as the party pooper. 
you know, <laughs> <laughs> because every time, you know, I'll go to a house party and, and I happen to bring a drum, the cops show up, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that also happened in, 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 in Brazil, in Salvador, but it wasn't, it wasn't the cops that showed up, it was just the neighbor calling. You know, and and no, yeah, mm. we'll stop it, and and then we'll try to bargain something. We'll stop at six, or you know, and, right. and figure out a reasonable time to stop. But we would, we would go to one of our friends' house. His name is Rogério, and he's I had a brother, Ricardo, and and there would, uh, a friend would bring a guitar, and then we'd have like those super crappy amps with a super beat up microphone. And it would be guitar, voice, and percussion, you know. And nice. uh, uh, in, in, yeah, in, in, in Ricardo's and Rogério's house. And his mom, she was so nice. I, I don't think she, I, I guess she liked it. So we were there, because we were there every Saturday, pretty much. So, yeah, no, I think she liked it. But I remember her giving me looks, because I was the loudest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, but then, uh, 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 you know, we used to put the surdo on top of the couch and she would be looking at the couch to make sure that it didn't get damaged. And so <laughs> it, was, it was fun. I'm, I'm glad they let us play. Now, at that so. time, did you have any favorite groups that you tried to model yourself after or musicians from yes. Salvador? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Diana. Um at that time, that we're talking about the early 90s, Chimbalada uh, wasn't as popular. It was the beginning of Chimbalada. Olodum was definitely more popular in, in Salvador at that moment. Uh, so we would, we would try to, sit, to play everything Olodum, you know. We didn't even have Chimbalada at, at, at the time in the group. It was Repiki, Repiki Caixa. And, and one surdo that we would combine all three parts, uh, uh, but but we would we would play everything Olodum, you know, and it's and it, this is before internet, so we had to listen in the radio or try to find cassette tapes, mm -hmm. uh, 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 <laughs> uh, you know, of, of, of borrowing from friends the, the the information and and try to to or or see your show, go to shows or go see them. You know, and, and just to to try to get some education, right? And, and then and then eventually we got a little bit more serious and and invested a little bit in our group. And and I remember my friends saying like, "Hey, dude!" No, they didn't say "Hey, dude." Of course, no, but, <laughs> but they, they, they 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 my nickname was Buyu, and then they would they would go Buyu. You gotta man, you gotta take classes, drumming classes. Everybody's taking classes, man. It, let's let's be more serious about it and i i remember <laughs> oh my god i was so stubborn uh, and i remember saying to them to test you man tell me one thing that you hear on these recordings that i'm not doing correctly my vision was so limited and i did not know how deep was the rabbit hole you know <laughs> and i'm like when you show me something that i can't do I'll take a class. Oh my God, what a bastard. How do you say that? <laughs> That's awful. You know, it's little I knew that, you know, like it was so many decades later. I, it, I still don't think I'll, in my entire life, I'll learn as much as I wish I could, you know. 
but at that time as a teenager i was yeah i i didn't know how how drumming it can be how, how much information uh, uh there is about drumming and how deep is the rabbit hole of drumming you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's a pretty common teenage trait i think we all kind of go through that phase where we think we know everything <laughs> Yeah, ramble without a cause, right? That's the call. <laughs> so what'd you say your nickname was? Bouyou? <laughs> what Buyu. does that mean? Bouyou, Bouyou. 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 Bouyou was a, a, a character in a popular a popular comedy show, like Saturday Night Live uh -huh. in, in Brazil. Not, but it wasn't live, though. It was all recorded. More, more like Mad TV. I guess. Oh, but mm -hmm. then up there, if your listeners are too young, they're not gonna know what Matt TV is. <laughs> but <laughs> right. But but it's like Saturday Night Live, but it wasn't live. It was recorded. So there was this little kid that uh, 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 kind of looked like. No, I, I guess it looked like me, and 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 they they decided to call me Buyu. Yeah. yeah that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Somebody needs to Google that out there. Oh boy. Send us a picture. <laughs> we'll put it side by side. <laughs> yeah, I was I was darker in, in Salvador, you know, there's sun uh, uh, most time of the year. I my I got a little light color and, and I used to have hair if you believe it or not. So <laughs> <laughs> we want a picture of that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so were there school programs for you know like at your high school or you know i don't know if i don't know the school system there like you know for in the younger grades where did they have you know music in school to study did you study music in school <laughs> oh god that took me forever to say <laughs> hey hey what well, it, well, it sound better than me so it's all good oh, no worries <laughs> so yeah there was uh at that time, and we're talking about a few decades ago, you know, so <laughs> being very vague sure, with that. Sure. <laughs> so, so some time ago, uh, uh, in a galaxy far away. Yeah. So, no, no, but some time ago, in 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 Brazilian schools, me, I think the only requirement for a school was to have music education for one year. At that time, I think it has changed. I think it's there is a requirement not only for that for music education, but also for physical education now in Brazil. Uh, uh, but it wasn't always like that. And 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 growing up, I remember I only had music education in sixth grade. It was one year of music education, and if I'm not wrong, was once a week. And my my class had 52 students or so. It was always 50, 51, 52 students per class. And and there was one board with a whiteboard with a chalkboard. Is that how you call it in English? Uh-huh, yeah. Ch chalkboard, the white uh, uh, thing uh, on a green board. And we would just learn theory. Like the teacher wouldn't even bring an instrument to teach music. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was works. so... <laughs> it was so exciting, you know, like you know, so many amazing musicians have developed from that program, you know, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, it was, it was not funny. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, and then uh, it's a paradox how, how 
how many musicians and, and how music is, is such a huge part of Brazilian culture, yet it's not part of, of the secondary curriculum. Uh, uh, curriculum. Right, thank you. Yeah, it's it, I, I, it's 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 a bit difficult to to understand. The same with the with the oh, I don't want to take a negative road, but the same with the uh, economy environment of the country. People are so happy, and yet, uh, uh, it was I'm not sure. Maybe there is like a twenty percent uh, unemployment rate. I, I may speculating. Please, mm. listeners, or oh, please don't get mad with me. But it's it's a real hard country to live to survive, yet people are happy. You know, it's like go figure these paradoxes of life. You know, so I'll, I'll add I'll add to that, or do you want to add ask another question? No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. So in order to to get uh, the 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 information about drumming that we needed, we you know we had to. To reach out to to friends and 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 simply go to people's houses and and beg for for you know for for recordings or or go to shows and and so on. That's that was which is kind of exciting, but that was the the way at those times to 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 get your 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 music education, I guess, your drum information, or you could take lessons in a in a private school which was eventually what 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 i what i had to do i i i looked for a private teacher and then eventually led me into a course at the federal university of bahia uh, universidade federal de bahia and and so that that's when i really got deeper into into drumming and i realized oh god i don't know anything <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah. So 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 that's that's that was more or less how you had to go about your your music education at those times. And what age were you then when you did the federal university? I was uh 18 years old when I did the 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 university program. The it's it's a pre it's a it's a pre undergrad program. It's what prepares you uh. to get into into the 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 college education. Uh, um, but I did not I did not go to college there for music because they did not have the program I wanted to. to I wanted to study contemporary music and more more specifically world drumming. But at that time in Salvador, the the birthplace. Of Brazilian drumming. Oh no! Some people are gonna kill me for that. No! I, did he just say that? No, he didn't. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> okay, for Salvador, one of the birthplaces of Brazilian drumming. How? <laughs> you know, you you could not get a a an undergrad education in, in popular music at that time. And now I believe they do have a program these days, uh, which is which is awesome. Uh, if I were there now as a teenager, I probably wouldn't need to to come to America. The main purpose of coming to America was was to learn. Uh, but then at eighteen years old, that's when I started uh, the this this music program. Before eighteen years old, was always private lessons, talking to friends mm -hmm. and, and exchanging information. Uh, get, getting uh, 
getting copies of copies of copies of shows, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were your parents supportive of that path? Uh, like every parent, you know, when you tell them, mom, pass me the potatoes, I want to be a percussionist. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like every parent, uh, uh, they were, they were very supportive, like, oh my God, you want to be a percussionist. That's so great. Such a great career. Uh, uh, no, they, <laughs> no, they, sadly they, they, my mom was always cool. My mom is chill. She, she didn't say no, <laughs> but I, she, no, she was supportive. She didn't say no. And, and she, but she said yes, but it, it said yes, like, yes, but are you sure? You know, <laughs> right. you know, instead of, instead of, oh, that's great. Go for it. Uh, uh, but she, she was, if it wasn't for her support, I, I think it would, it would be hard to do it. So, so she was fine. My father uh, uh, never, I guess, never cared. I think he dreamed. They own a a small business in selling clothes, clothes, hmm. uh, uh, right? Uh, so retail yeah. for clothes. I could, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. It's a small store in a in a neighborhood called uh, uh, Liberdade, and 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 then so so I think they wanted me to take care of of. Of, of those but for the people that know me it, you know it's it's like it, I, I'm, a, I'm a really bad business person you know it's like it's I, I can't even sell my CDs or DVDs you know this stuff I have my shirts <laughs> it's so hard you know it's people how much is it it's like it's, like, oh, it's, it's, it's 15 but if you have 10 just do it you know it's like I'm, <laughs> you know it's I'm, I'm awful with that that's like every time i go to do a workshop anywhere i i try to give this to someone it's mostly because i i, I have a real hard time dealing with that business that that side of the business you know <laughs> yeah. so you have, a kind, yeah. you have a kind heart you're big hearted uh, oh thank you so so are you thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I had a question about that. Oh, yeah, you told us a story last time about um, <clears throat> how you, your dad had encouraged you, your father had encouraged you to do a business degree, I think, as an undergrad. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, they they pushed, and I actually bought into that, uh, but, but I was studying music on the side. So I would go in the mornings to... To, to the to the business school and in the afternoons to to music or or, or vice versa you know depending on, on on the schedule of the day mm -hmm. and so I did that for was it more or less two years year and a half here and there I, I was already a professional musician uh, it started I think uh, touring when I was 18 uh, and so so you, it was it was very challenging too like I was pretty much on the road every Friday Saturday Sunday which was good um, in in Brazil it's it's you're mostly now it's more diverse I think but at that time in in, in America you had to have a record label right to in Brazil too like for your band to make it right you needed a record label remember those days and in in brazil it's like you you had to be part of a band uh uh and the shows would be fridays and saturdays and some sundays 
you know everything was really kind of calculated so mm -hmm. so it was actually it was challenging but it wasn't too bad because i i knew i would travel either thursday or friday and so and i know i'll be back mon monday or, or or sunday so so it, it was it, it was easier to juggle that ball in that way in that sense of of going to school and 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 working as a professional musician but i but i remember you know it's, it's like uh, i used to dress like a drummer in the in the in the 90s <laughs> so what is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, what is that i'm trying to think think of uh, mc hammer <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that video clip can touch the stone mm -hmm. with the pants <laughs> yeah exactly with the pants and and that thing on the head that little hat mm -hmm. you know how do you call the hat i don't know <laughs> world music drummer clothes so <laughs> <laughs> so then then i remember arriving uh uh, uh in the college the, in the business college uh, uh and going into class in the classroom and i was late of course and <laughs> and then i shall say of course because i did not want to go there professionalism is something i take it really seriously for for everybody listening please it's not cool to be late but but I, I was always late there because I didn't want to go. And so I would arrive late and, and, and I remember the teacher, the professor was, I think was economics, an economics class, something like that. And the teacher was writing on the board and I, I walk in, he stops the class, he looks at me and he looks... It's you know it's like imagine MC Hammer opening the door and then he looks <laughs> in, in the 90s in the 90s very important uh, uh, so so he looks to the head to, to to my head he looks down to to my to my feet I was wearing you know those tom tom those toms uh, uh, sneak shoes sneakers you know the, the Indian oh, style uh, mm -hmm. and, and then he would so he stopped class look at me up and down. And and he stopped talking about whatever he was talking about, and and the, the second of silence, you know, the, the the time stops at that moment. Tumbleweed in the middle of the classroom, you know, wee -wee -wee. you hear that <laughs> middle western soundtrack, you know, when when they're about to draw their guns, you know, mm -hmm. all this is happening, and then we're back into reality and he continues class i walk in <laughs> so i walked in and sat down and i'm writing arrangements for my drumming group i had with 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 my high school friends you know even though we're all in college now i'm writing mm -hmm. arrangement and 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 then a guy comes after me dude he's even later than me <laughs> And, and, but he's wearing a suit, right? He opens the door, he's wearing a suit. He was obviously working somewhere and going to, to, to school at the same time. The teacher, then the professor at this moment, then looks at him and looks back at the board. Doesn't even interrupt the class or anything. Like he didn't notice the guy. Then I, right? And, and, and then I, I reflect, there was a moment of reflection. It's like, I don't fit here. It's like this is this is wrong, <laughs> you know. Then then yeah. I, I looked I looked at that activity that that relate that little interaction, 
I looked at my notebook and it's all music notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm out of here. And then, then I left and never went back. <clears throat> um, and, but luckily, so, so then, so, oh my God, my parents are going to kill me. It's this university, because in Brazil, it's, it's a very sad situation, educational wise. In, in, in Brazil, the P, to get the best uh, college education is is close to free or free. It's the federal universities subsidized by the government. Mm -hmm. They are free. And those are the, the best professors teach there. And wow. I was lucky enough to get in one of those. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm, yeah. Can you believe it? And it, 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 it's crazy because it's free, but it's really hard to get in, mm. you know, and, and if you don't have a good secondary education, because the, the limit of the, the spots are so limited, you take a test uh, uh, called vestibular, so you take a super stressful test, and and the highest grades get into this free uh, uh, college programs, huh. and and then, so if, if so in, in other words, like you, if you don't have a good secondary education, uh, 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 secondary is that we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you don't have a good secondary education, you can't get into these free programs. Then guess what? You finish high school and you can't afford a college education if you don't have a good secondary education. Yeah. So, so the majority of the population uh, don't go to college because it's it's not feasible yeah mm -hmm. uh, so anyways I, I get into this program it's free and I am living I can't believe it oh my god <laughs> it's so yeah it's it, think about that and it, oh, it's so hard and you're still a teenager oh no what am I gonna do I can't tell my parents this yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so so then then it's like you know what I'll I want to I, I want to get educated, but I want to get educated in music. And and then I already mentioned there's no, no there's not a program that I, I liked. I think there was a program in Sao Paulo, but I lived in Sao Paulo for three months and it wasn't too much fun. So 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 I, it, it, the, the music scene in Sao Paulo is awesome. It's awesome. But it, it, I, 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 I had a very unfortunate experience there but it, not because of the city but because of the band i was playing with mm -hmm. so i was like I'm, i don't want to go back to sao paulo to where where can i further my education luckily uh, uh i had a really good friend that was studying in a, in in a english english school uh, uh, uh how do you call it uh, it's it's a school that is all in english and 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 but it's secondary right so, so she was doing high school in Salvador, but it's it's an American school, like an immersion program or something. Sometimes they call it like English immersion. Mm. I get yeah yeah. Well, here they would call they would call that right like French immersion, like you go to mm -hmm. school. Yeah yeah. So it was something like that exactly. And all the books and all the teachers speaking English all day in Salvador, and then then she asked. So my friend asked the counselor. Uh, 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 so, so, is there a, a good music program to to study world drumming? And then she said, "Well, if you're talking about music, there is only there are two choices. It's if you're studying classical music, you go to Juilliard, right? 
and and if you're studying world if you're studying contemporary music it's berkeley college of music and then then we started the research and and my parents still don't know anything uh, um, <laughs> and 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 we okay so berkeley college of music it is it's a huge long shot oh my god it it, it i can't looking back it's like I cannot believe this happened. It's it's crazy. Like I can't afford it. I don't speak English. It's changed. so I had all the reasons to not pursue it. Mm-hmm. But it's a, but it, it was because of a good friend in my life that I I, I, I owe her dearly, and she changed my life. And it, oh my God, I can't thank her enough. So, so okay, you're gonna study music. You're gonna study English instead of going to college. You go to a, to an English school. Then I signed. I registered in, to an English school. Then every morning I would go. Yeah, I would study English. I think the classes were nine to ten in the morning. If I'm not dozing off, <laughs> you know, with age also, especially start forgetting things. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, <laughs> So nine to ten, I would would be the class. I would stay and I would go to their media center per se, and then I would watch a ton of movies and do a bunch of extra work. It's really, I was really disciplined. From ten to twelve, it's like I'm gonna go this. Uh, I'm gonna go for this, and I'm I'm gonna learn English. And so I would watch Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. (laughs) 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 Oh my God! I'm so sorry. It's a, we're deviating from drumming. <laughs> no, this is good. <laughs> so, uh, 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 what was that? And, and movies, like a ton of movies, and they're all in, they're all in English. Luckily, it's like, where where did you get those? Like at the library or something? Where did you find that? At, at the school, at the English school, I was. Oh, oh, just at the English school. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, they still exist. Actually, it's still there in, in Corredor da Vitória. It's still, I think, it's called it's called Akibil. and I think they actually got even bigger. Oh my God, we're we're doing a promotion. So so for <laughs> anybody listening out there, if you want to learn English in Salvador, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so so then I yeah, I'll study English, go go home have lunch and then four hours on on the on the practice pad or or on on a hand on on a conga with a towel on top because of the neighbor and so so from two to six monday to friday metronome two hours of sticks two hours of hand drumming technique and that's that that last the last yeah i'll thank you that last a few years uh uh uh, and then, so we, we kept on saving money and trying to figure out ways of how, oh my God, how are we going to go to Berkeley uh, uh, to, to get the college education that we, we want. And, and, and so somehow my friend figured out that, and the, at that time, I don't think they had a website. Maybe they did have a website. But I, I can't remember how. Maybe they requested f- through the American School a catalog. Mm. Uh, a, mm-hmm. a, a, some, a, somehow there was the information that there are auditions in Sao Paulo for to, to, to get a scholarship. And like, oh, shizzle dizzle, this is the light that we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then 
then we look at the dates and and uh, another blessing another gift from the universe the 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 audition it was either a monday or a tuesday in sao paulo and my band had a show friday or saturday so i spoke with the manager and 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 asked okay is it cool if i hang out in sao paulo a few extra days and and go and once again uh, uh at that time it was really hard to get educational information still there was no youtube or anything like that and sao paulo because the the capital there's a lot more money more people with money there uh, uh, the books get to sao paulo you know uh, to this day uh, there's there are books and, and and videos and dvds and cds they all get to sao paulo but they don't make their way to salvador uh, huh. to, the, to this day, you know, because uh, people in Salvador don't have the same financial uh, standards, I guess. I don't, they don't have as much money to, to afford those, those mm. materials. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Like, of course, I'm deviating the topic. I apologize. But for instance, the, during the Olympics, uh, the, the clothing... You know, it's like I would look at those shirts and it's like, oh my God, that shirt is so awesome. The, the one that the volleyball team was using. And, and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go to Salvador. I'm going to see my mom and then I'm going to buy a shirt. You can't find it. And then you, you enter in a store and it's like, oh, how about the volleyball team? How about the basketball team jersey? They would, and then they would tell you, well, if you find it, you have to go to either Rio or, but for sure, Sao Paulo. Because none of those things get to to us here in Salvador. Mm. Yeah, that was last year or two years ago, whenever it was the Olympics. You know, <laughs> it's, it's mm. yeah, I know. So so back in the days, you know, so I told I, I told the manager, hey, is it cool if I stick around? I'm gonna visit friends and and I'm gonna go to this store, tell Doro to to this store, this this street in São Paulo, tell Doro Sampaio, where there are a lot of 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 music stores and with with a lot of instruments that don't get to salvador including educational resources so it's like oh it's a cool uh, i'm gonna hang out at, uh, with friends and, and visit the stores and try to buy books and then of course they got excited because you know the more i studied the more i can bring into the band and mm -hmm. but then but the main purpose i of course i did that but the main pur purpose was to audition for for a scholarship and and then the stars aligned and and so we we got the some so we got most of the tuition taken care of, and but they still so you know flight ticket, yeah. <laughs> lodging, right food. Boston's not cheap. <laughs> no, yes, wow. no, it's 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 not. It, it was as, as I said. It, it, looking back, it's it, I can't believe it. I really can't believe that this happened. Uh, I, I think. In four years, with all the money I could, I'm living with my parents, so I'm not paying for anything, and 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 so in four years, I was only able to raise enough that would last me, I think, uh, uh, ten months in America, mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> with a scholarship, for the record. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so then, so, 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 yeah, that's like, you know what? If I don't go, I'll never go. If I, I'm not going to, it took me four years to save a little less than one year. So it would take me, what is it? What's the math here? <laughs> you know, it would take me a decade to, to get to four years. And like, screw this. 
I'm going home. Oh no, no, that's that's Eric Cartman, right? No, no. So so <laughs> so so yeah, I watched a lot of South Park too to learn English. <laughs> so 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 then I, I just I just said I'm gonna go and see what happens. And the stars aligned. I became a resident assistant. So lodging and food is out the table. Oh, nice. Yes. 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 Good idea. Oof. Smart. Crazy, crazy, crazy blessing. And 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 then just because of that, I was, I was actually able to to finish my my education. But it was so challenging. If you don't mind, I'll share just one more story. Like no, you know, no, it's like my, my my week was. The, I, the the breakfast <laughs> i had i would buy oreos uh, uh <laughs> so <laughs> i know because they you know if you if you drink milk so so people out there going to college now i know it's hard so what you can do to save money check this out this is brilliant so you buy oreos <laughs> and you buy a gallon of milk and then you count there are three rows no three columns of oreos so I would do, I would split each column in two. So, so it, would, it would be enough for six days, right? Uh-huh. I think it's three. Uh, uh, if I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's three. It might be four, but I think it's three. I think it's three. I think you're right. There's three columns, yeah. yeah. So it's split in, in two groups each column. So it's six days of, of Oreos. And uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the cups in America are really big, right? They're really long. So you, you jam one with milk, you know, it's like up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you have those, what is it, six or eight Oreos with a huge glass of milk. You are good until one or two in the afternoon. <laughs> Breakfast <laughs> of champions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That implodes in your stomach. Oh man! Yeah, you you go sugar high. You walk into cal- into class, jumping like a rabbit. You know? <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it was it was a great journey. It's it's it was cr- crazy and 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 definitely a, a, a gift of the universe. And looking back, it's crazy that they worked out. So when you were there. Um... I assume that you started a Brazilian band or brought that. Berkeley? Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then I remember, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're bringing this up because <laughs> I remember in my, maybe my sophomore year, one of the RAs <laughs> came to me and said, man, do you own any piece of clothing that doesn't have the Brazilian flag? You know? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, actually, don't. <laughs> so, so, so then I, I did something about that. I was like, oh man, it's too much. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I was at Berkeley, and, and the, I think the beautiful thing about Berkeley is that there is people from all over the world. It's one of these, if I'm not wrong, is this the, the university, the college with the most percentage-wise with the most number of, of international students. Mm-hmm. It's the most diverse uh, uh, school in, in America. Uh, uh, not, not number-wise, because it only has 34,000 students or so. Right, right. But, but percentage-wise, there's people from everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. So, so, and it's beautiful because uh, one of the reasons, one of the music styles that I wanted to really get into was Afro-Cuban uh, drumming. Mm-hmm. And, and so then I remember I used to hang out and, and play with, with the students from Cuba and they would share, hey, you have to listen to this band. You know, that's what's happening in Cuba now. Oh, and cool. yeah, that exchange of information, the same thing would happen to me. Like, oh, I love Brazilian music. What do you recommend? And, and so then at Berkeley, I, we created, I was president of the club, of the Brazilian club. So then Berkeley. <laughs> president <laughs> and captain and. <laughs> had all the t-shirts. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Awesome>. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so then I'll, I'll reach out to friends uh, that do capoeira in the area. So I'll bring in, you know, it's like Berkeley would give a little stipend. Uh, to to them, so so we could share, you know, capoeira. Not only the music, but the the, the martial art element of it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, it was great. And I, I I put, of course, I put a batucada together, and they call my friends that play horns, and and yeah, it was good times. <laughs> I just think that's really interesting that Berkeley goes around the world and does auditions. I didn't realize that until you said that that they did that yeah yeah they 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 get it uh that it, if you ask the the alumni i think it will be a majority of consensus that yes there are amazing professors but you get more by exchanging with uh, uh with the students than than necessarily with 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 professors, mm-hmm. uh, but the, but the, the professor, of course, that I'm, I'm. Please don't take me wrong. You learned a lot, of course, going to class and the prof- And there's so many super talented teachers there. Don't get me wrong, please. But then there is, a, there are a lot of hours and a lot of practice rooms and ensemble rooms that you're gonna be jamming with with the students. And that's when stuff goes down, you know, with the groups that are formed uh, when you are outside of the classroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and so Berkeley gets it. Like the, the, they need to attract people from different parts of the world and, and invest in the diversity of, of, this, of the, the student body for, for that reason. And then remember that the, the best ambassadors, the, the, what's the best advertisement tool there is? It's the word of mouth, right? And, mm-hmm. and the students are ambassadors of, of, of universities, you know? So people are going back, once they finish their studies, most of them go back and, 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 and can, can tell their experience in, in college, right? So right. it's, I think I think Berkeley gets that, and and I'm glad they do this World Scholarship Tour. Awesome. So tell us about um, for people who don't know about Grooversity, can you um, describe it? Describe what it is. Yeah. All right. So Grooversity, <laughs> Grooversity is 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 a network. It's a it's a network of drumming groups. It's it's our family, uh, um, and. We all play the same arrangements. We play a certain set of rhythms. There are 13. I counted the other day. I think we have 14. Oh, I wow. did, so there are 13 to 15 rhythms. 
<laughs> and, and it's our own arrangements and, and, and we're trying to, to bring a unique twist to Brazilian drumming. Uh, uh, we're trying to have a diversity of, of influences into Brazilian drumming. So, so that's where we, we try to get the inspiration from. That's why it's called also Grooversity, is, is groove and diversity. Uh, uh, duh. <laughs> and 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 so so then it's a it's a family it's a it's a drumming network it's a group of of groups that play the same things so we can help that uh, communication and collaboration of different groups in different cities without rehearsals because everybody's rehearsing their own hometown then if they get together in someone else's hometown they know what's going on and, and to be part of Grooversity, uh, each group has to support a cause that is important to, to their community. Uh, and for instance, we, we in, I live in Somerville, which is in the greater Boston area, and we, we work with the Somerville Public Schools, with the music department of Somerville Public Schools. So with that diversity approach, we try to welcome, speci especially especially kids that are immigrating to America and, and getting emerged into the American educational system. So we try to welcome them into the public schools and uh, I'm teaching super early in the morning so, so then we can explore, you know, rhythms from their home countries and you know, then we play a lot of cumbia and we play, oh. I, I had a, yeah, I had a student from Eritrea, which mm -hmm. was, I, I never even, I never, I never uh, heard of that before until she said it. Like, well, wait a minute, and I had to Google and I asked her, "What is your, what's what's uh, what's the the samba of Eritrea?" And 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 I think and it was, it's called Guayla, uh, 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 and and because that was many years ago, I need to refresh that. But I'm pretty positive it's called Guayla. So then. Which is a six-eight super awesome rhythm, Ooh, and and, cool. and we yeah we studied in school and she shines she was super shy but she shined in the class and then she's showing videos you know so that's what we have been trying to do in 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 the great in in, in Somerville but different groups support different causes in Colorado the group in Colorado in Fort Collins Colorado they support uh, research for no no they support. Uh, breast cancer awareness. So, so it all depends on what group, uh, what what the group wants to to support. What's important for their community. Right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. I know that um, <clears throat> that was a good resource for me when I I didn't know anything about um, Brazilian percussion. I had just seen a group play in Arcata and I didn't know what it was and I was just I was really wanting I was living in a tiny little town on the coast in Oregon and I was <laughs> wanting to get people together to play and I didn't have any resources and that was a your website was really good for me to like oh. see videos and see it happening to be able to kind of try to recreate it on my own as someone who had no idea <laughs> what was going on <laughs> but that was really fun so we'd have people oh. over to our house and we would play yeah, oh was, this is awesome I didn't know yeah. that Wow, oh, that's yeah. so cool Hey, that's great. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm glad it worked. That's, and that's the other thing we try hard is, is to bring visibility to all the groups, you know, through our social media and our website. And we get inquiries many times, emails from, from people. Like last week, 
a, a girl, oh, I wish I could remember her name to give her a shout out. She went to Salvador, she comes back to Vancouver, and, and somehow she found our website and e emailed us, and, and I direct them to, to the directors of the, 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 the group in Vancouver called Bloco Energia. Energia, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marco and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so so now so she she's gonna join their group. Oh great. And yeah, so so we're excited. I love when we get emails from people that are not necessarily living in the greater Boston looking for more for opportunities to play Brazilian drumming. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I'm glad it worked for you. Courtney, yeah, that's oh God, awesome. yeah, it was yeah, it was exciting <laughs> to find find you yeah. guys. And, and it doesn't cost, just for the record, because I've heard, while I was on the road, I, I heard a few things. Like, it doesn't cost anything to be part of the Grooversity Network. Oh, oh uh, if any group that is listening to this, anywhere in the world, and you'd like, you like our rhythms. First step is, like, see if you like our rhythms. They're different. Uh, uh, and if you like our rhythms, it doesn't cost anything. There's no membership dues. Uh, there's no, you have to wear our shirts. You have to change the name of your group. There's none of that. You, all, the, all that uh, uh, we ask is, the, is to have either a Skype lessons or, or if one of the directors will visit the group to teach the group the rhythms. You know, because they have to learn the rhythm so some way. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so either one of the directors go or to get a, a Skype lessons uh, with me. And, and, that's, and that's it. Other than that, it's not, there's no rules, no change. As I said, changing names, drum heads or drums or, or membership, uh, membership uh, uh, fees. None of this. And then another question that I hear on the road. Oh, but I don't want to get involved with you guys because we play this super cool arrangement from, I, I don't know, from the, the greatest, you know, the Ayuton uh, uh, or, or, you know, Dudu, or even if you, if you do Scott Katner's stuff and if you, if you, if you play Maracatu, if you like other styles of drumming, I, well, you know what, Groversity is not for me because... I like to play other styles of drumming or other arrangements. There's no problemo. <laughs> it's it's all good. There's no. It's we just hope that you like our rhythms and you are gonna add our rhythms to the repertoire that you currently currently have it already, and you can keep playing what you like and hopefully include our the the, the rhythms that we play. You know, you don't need to, oh, to be part of the, of the family, you have to only play our rhythms. No, 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 no. You can play anything you want. So aside from Grooversity and your work with the kids programs in Somerville, are you performing in any other groups? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> this is interesting because I come to America to study everything but Brazilian music. <laughs> you know, and then while I was in college, I, I tried to dip myself in, in a West African, which for the record, Mama de Keita is a god in, in mm -hmm. Salvador. Oh, really? In Salvador? <laughs> you too. Cool. 
<laughs> Mamadi and uh, Giovanni Hidalgo, those are Shanguito too, you know, that's, those are the, the references. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, so I come inspired by their drumming, their music, I come to America to learn that stuff, everything but Brazilian. And, and then of course, was, you know, like now living and as a, as a full-time musician, uh, luckily we get some, uh, uh, some requests to perform. So I, I do play in, a, in, a, in, in a group that, uh, mixes classical music with world drumming. I, I also play in a Latin jazz group too, but it's, oh, cool. it's, it's like 85% of the gigs are, are Brazilian, uh, uh somehow oriented. <laughs> Which is cool. It's it's. I wish there was more. There will, it will be a little bit more balanced. But it's a tough world out there as an artist, right? There's so many mm -hmm. people trying to survive. I understand that these other markets they have other people that like me specialize. So so I'm I'm glad with what I get, and it's it's okay. It's oh, at least there's some Latin jazz in, in there. <laughs> What's the name of the group? So. The classical group, the one that mixes classical and world drumming, this is super neat. Check this out. The name of the composer is Osvaldo Golijov. He's from Argentina. And he reached out to actually uh, my teacher while I was at Berkeley, one of my teachers, and, and a good friend, Mr. Miki Rinquist. He's a guy from Sweden. So this classical group that makes classical music with world drumming is super neat. The name of the composer is Osvaldo Golijov. He has been labeled by the New York Times as the Bach of the 21st century. Hmm. Uh, yes, it, his music is incredible and this show is actually called La Passion, Según San Marcos which is the passion, it's the story of, of crucifixion of, of Jesus, actually. And, mm. But it's, it's, it, there's no, there are no religion involved into it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a show, it's an entertainment show telling a story, but the, he, made, he had a twist because at those times, executions were a party, right? When people would right. get, get executed in, in the middle of the... Of, of, courtyards I guess you know like everybody would gather around and and throw stuff and and it was like a celebration it's like tailgating nowadays yeah yeah it's, it's it's different times right mm -hmm. so he this this show tells the story on the eyes of of the audience you know so actually mm -hmm. as as Jesus is getting crucified during the show we are playing samba you know, wow. and then there is a big choir uh, uh, singing uh, uh, to 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 kill him. You know, it took to to and it's it's super powerful. It's it's amazing. Wow. It, it sounds intense. Yeah, very. It's it's great. It's a different twist, and you know, there's and there is an opera singer, and so there are ups and downs oh, wow. during the show. It's it's neat and heavy bata drumming. It's and we play. We play timba, we play uh, uh, salsa, and it's it, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have a fun story to share about that. I'm so sorry, it's yeah. not related to drumming, though. <laughs> they, during during the, the one of the shows, uh, at the end, so there's that euphoria moment. Jesus is dead, and and at the very end of the show, then it, it becomes melancholic because then. People start realizing, oh my God, we killed the Savior, you know. Mm. So, so, so they he the composer plays with that dr uh, uh, drama of we were happy, yeah, we executed him, and then oh, what have we done? And that's how he ends the show. Actually, it's on that that, that tension. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's powerful. It's powerful. And, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I'll share you some. I'll share some links. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some links, and we'll put it on the on the website. People can check cool. it out. It's super copyrighted, so there isn't much mm -hmm. out there. But it's. It, I'll I'll share what, what. Yeah, I'll share some stuff that, that they have it. So at the end of the show, the entire it's two hundred performers, and and the Holy entire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's big, eh? and then. <laughs> We're always standing, right? And then we all say, say, amen. And we have to put our heads down, right? We just executed somebody. So we put our heads down and it's complete silence. You know, it, it ends, this big musical show ends in silence. Wow. You know, it's a, and it's a long note with the, with the, with the, with the cellos. Whoa. And, then, and all the performers have to put their heads down. And so it's 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 very dramatic, very very oh. heavy, tense. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. And, oh. and so all the performance on stage, two hundred people with their heads down, lights fade down, and then so it's it's the end of the show, you know. And somebody didn't turn off their their phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> so 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 and and this person had a very special ringtone. <laughs> So, so check, it was a song, and then so check the, so, so it's like, wow, <laughs> and the lights go off, stage is dark, 200 people, heads down, what have we done? And then you hear him do all this, I feel good, da 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 and another one. They had the James Brown ringtone of all the ringtones possible in the world. <laughs> You oh, know. that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, you, you, then I, I looked to the side to the other people and I just see all, all the music. You can only see their shoulders moving up and down because they're giggling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, it's a, it's a great show. It, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> How often do you perform that? Like, where do you put that on? Uh, they... Because it's such a big pro pro production, it's yeah. it's tricky these days to perform. Uh, and but they the show was happening in June in Mexico City actually. Oh, wow. So, so oh, for the, for the listeners, yeah, this this show I I have joined them I think ten years ago, but they have been around. No, I I joined ten years ago, but the show has been around for. 14 years, I think, and they played in, in, you think of a theater of one of the, as I said, the New York Times compared him to the back of the 21st century, Osvaldo Golijov. Sweetheart, the guy is, is so sweet and nice. You, you 
talking to him, you don't realize how huge he is in the classical world. You know, it's which is awesome to to meet somebody that is that uh, influential and that uh, 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 talented and 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 that famous. And he is. You think I say thank you all the time? You have to meet to meet Osvaldo. Oh my God! It's 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 hello. How are you? Thank you. You know, <laughs> so, so, it, it's it, he is he's he's great. He's he's awesome. Uh, but then, so if you think of a theater, they. They they have played everywhere, uh, in Australia and and it's 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 amazing. This it's, it's a great show. I think they did that out at the um, Bach Festival here in Eugene, in Oregon, a couple of really? years back. I I believe they did. I could be wrong. Nice, but I think what so. happens? Oh, nice. What happens sometimes in the classical world too is that they commission instead of bringing the people that are part of the act. Sometimes they perform with the musicians of the orchestra too. Mm-hmm. So, so, so sometimes that that happens uh, as, as well. <laughs> gotcha. It's cool. A copyright in music, then they they pay royalties, whatever, mm-hmm. and and then they perform with the musicians of the of the theater. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, nice, nice. And it's the Mickey Rinquist. Uh, uh, the the teacher that is the percussion director of this show, he made it. I know a lot of you listening out there, you love santeria and bata drumming. He made it work with with the choir of a hundred people. He the way that they Osvaldo and Mike mixed that santeria beats the the the, the, the bata rhythms with with the choir is. Brilliant! Holy crap, Adoli! Every time I, I'm like I'm listening and studying, trying to remember the show and you know or to rehearse, and it's it's the the way it's brilliant. It's totally recommended. If you're into bata drumming, check it out, please. It's, it, but you can't be a traditionalist because it's obviously it's involving a choir and it's not sure, not traditional. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so hope. If you're not a tradition, traditionalist, I totally recommend to check it out. What about your, so the people who perform on your website, you have like some performance videos. Are, are you, and you've, I think you had a CD, right? From when you guys went to Thailand. I mean, are you guys still performing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we our group is still, still going. Yeah. It's, uh, um, thank you for asking. We, we still play around. We play. We played in <laughs> anywhere they invite us, just like any other group. Any other group. I think the only place we haven't performed are funerals. But other than that, and, and uh, for the record, in, in the day I pass, I I really really want a batucada in it. It's like it's like so. Hopefully, you know, it's like it will be like an upbeat tone. It's like yeah, he's gone. <laughs> You know, and I'm not. Uh, you know, I mean, it sounds funny like a joke, but I'm actually being serious. I I really like about the cada. In in anyways, uh, let's not get. I there. think that sounds awesome. <laughs> I think I would want that too. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can, we can sign a treaty. Whoever goes first. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh God, what a turn we did! Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think we should talk more about those things. That's the one inevitable thing that happens to all, all of us. All of us are going to go through that, and we don't talk about it. 
Um, so, but yeah, we perform everywhere, and 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 we had, as as you mentioned, a, a humbling opportunity to to be part of the New Year's celebration in uh, Taiwan, and it was awesome. I did not realize how popular drumming is in Taiwan. Yeah, holy crap! It's you think of. Salvador with African drumming, Taiwan is like uh, uh, during New Year's at least. It's like Salvador, but with with uh, Taiko drumming and 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 and, and Asian style drumming. It's so popular. I was I was, I was amazed with the with the amount of people that would come to the shows. Uh, and it was a it, it was like a drumming show it's, you know that the people that took us there they are known for for drumming acts and the following that they had whew, incredible interesting and, yeah very very isn't that crazy it's like it's like it's drumming man yeah right because <laughs> right, kind of the common knowledge here is that you don't want to play you know just straight batucada forever i mean you can't probably do that there either but you know like just straight drumming you need to you know everyone thinks you need to add in you know have some melodic parts and songs mm -hmm. and a bass player and a band kind of play along with you you know that's interesting yeah yeah yeah, when or, or vocals, right? Even right, in Salvador, yeah. it, it's not it's usually straight up. It, you know, Lodun, it's traditionally is, is voice and drums. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but only for drumming. And what, what I really dig, though, it's, it's in taiko drumming, they often mix with uh, uh, humoristic moments. Oh, really? <laughs> so there are silly times when they, they do, huh. when they act funny you know let's say like he's about to hit a drum and then somebody moves the drum and hits the air and right, you know right. the, the kind of the kind of i i mean i dig you know me it's a mr cheesy anyway so but i <laughs> I, I i dig that stuff it's it's great that they add that to to taiko because it can I, taiko can be so uh and i apologize for all the taiko experts i i might i i i, I, I might be maybe generalizing too much but it's, it, to me, it seems like it is such a, a physical, visceral, uh, powerful drumming. Mm -hmm. and, and then at certain moments of the show, they add that humor sometimes to it. And I, I like that contrast. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you guys dig Taiko too? You know, I haven't really seen a lot, but I have friends that are into it here and have a group. But it's, I mean, it's very powerful. I've seen it and it's, it is very powerful. <laughs> and the drums are humongous. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's huge. It, yeah, and it's like one piece, right? <laughs> I could fit that in your car. Like people complain about putting like ten surdos in a car. Like, hey, go, <laughs> right. go, go play taiko. <laughs> buy like a like a semi truck to take your drum yeah. to practice. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a hard um, slap, definitely. <laughs> uh, well, tell us about your teachers, Marcus. Who have been some of the most influential um, people and teachers in your life? Teachers. Okay, so the, uh, 
Well, as, as I mentioned, as, as a teenager, it was definitely Mamadi, Giovanni, and this is tricky, and I apologize if any teacher of mine has been listening to this <laughs> and I don't say her name. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, it's a tricky one, but it's uh, Gio and, and, and Mamadi are were huge in, in Salvador, you know. Uh, uh, uh. And then Giovanni, I think. Oh, here I am taking another turn. So, so, so Giovanni, he went to Salvador to this Perquipan uh, festival. Mm-hmm. It was a festival organized by by Gilberto Gil and, and Carlos Brown. And and I think it was two thousand. Well, I left two thousand one. So I think two thousand four. Or so, somewhere in the early 2000s, Giovanni went there, and 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 I was talking to friends and I was visiting them, and they were saying that people were crying when Giovanni was playing. People were like, hey, "Giovanni, man, <laughs> Giovanni." So that's that's how huge he he is. Um, so for the people listening to this, uh, uh, there in if you live in New York on I believe it's March twenty second at Lehman College, there will be a fundraiser for him. Uh, he's sadly he's health, he's having some health complications. So mm-hmm. so so hopefully you know people listening to this if you want to help or even go to the show. Uh, it, it will happen in Lehman College, and I believe it's March twenty second. I can share the link with you guys. Okay, uh, yeah. of that, yeah. We'll put it on uh, the website. I think there's also <laughs> like a, like a GoFundMe or something like that for for his uh, that I saw earlier this week. That's online, too. Cool. For, cool. Pe- for people who don't live out there. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the one thing about us musicians, right? So it's. Because when when a football player gets hurt, they're still sitting in their houses and and getting their checks, you know. But we are musicians, and we need to go out there and perform. So it's 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 tricky. When, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so let's let's just put the word out there and and hopefully get people to help out. But then teachers, so Geo made the way that that people I think play congas. You know, he revolutionized them. It's like he changed this before Gio and after Gio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's he has a huge influence. Um, and then Mickey Rinquist is 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 awesome. Uh, it's, it's a professor at Berkeley. Uh, Memo Acevedo, you know Memo, yeah, right? Great. Memito, yeah, Memito was a good influence too. Uh, Jamie Haddad. Uh, uh, he plays with Paul Simon now, and and he he was one of the first ones that started to make this spiritual connection. At least for me to realize that there is this other spiritual connection with drumming. Uh, uh, he he took it to another level. For me, it was if if you if we're <laughs> talking about if we're referring to spiritual drumming, you have to be in a spiritual setting. Uh, but but in fact. When we are drumming, we are communicating several levels, uh, even even when we're not in in a spiritual in in that kind of of setting, even in a profane setup, you know, it, it can it can have that kind of uh, how to say uh, communication. 
and he was one of the first ones that that started bringing that up of you know it's like listening to 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 a drummer playing jazz and he might be playing one note and that note can fill your heart and your mind and you're like wow what's going on here it's one freaking note you know <laughs> and there's something that hits you and and i think yeah he was one of the first ones that started talking about about that and and so jamie was a huge huge influence um uh, uh, Gabi Gadges is 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 my teacher. I, I forever call him my teacher. Uh, I haven't seen him in close to a decade, sadly. Uh, he's in Salvador, but every time I'm I'm there, I if if there is enough time, I try to reach out to him and 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 take a, a class or 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 just share, try to 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 get a little something or see him playing. You know, Gabi is, is is one of the people. If Brazilians were baianos, sotaropolitanos, the people from Salvador were a little more, uh, maybe organized or, or 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 appreciative of, because it's as I said in the beginning, it's like a garden of flowers, and there is there are flowers everywhere, but it you know some flowers they get to grow more or or. or or shine more, or be more colorful, and I wish there was somebody to organize that garden and 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 pay tribute to these flowers that that maybe are more colorful than the others, and and I think Gabi would be a great person to 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 be acknowledged. You know, mm-hmm. he was the guy for the people listening. He he was the guy when you listen to the Olympic ceremony at the end. Uh, the close, well, I think it was the closing. They played the anthem with with Vasily oh, Ogun. Yeah, right? that was so amazing. I love that. Right? Isn't that cool, man? They yes. put the anthem with 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 an African uh, Afro Brazilian rhythm. Oh, that was awesome! Yeah, yeah, I was jumping when I saw that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, because it's taking out of of context and 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 going the next step you know it's, it's like in mixing and 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 and, and evolving and, and exploring and and it's 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 a groove lab you know it's uh, uh, anyways uh, <laughs> so lab. that's a good band name everybody <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and so so gabi was the one playing who mm-hmm. at the at, at the ceremony the mm-hmm. tall guy used to play with jimmy cliff uh, for years, yeah, so his he was a big influence, and and and, and there are, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I hope. I know when when we change subjects, other names will pop up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another flower that mm. is not. I'm talking about a different garden, and also needs, but. But luckily, he has been making an impact in the United States, and and, and I think uh, uh, here we'll pay more attention and 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 pay tribute to to people that that have influenced so much and have changed so many people's lives. I think Jorge Labeto is he's a special guy. 
Yeah. Holy crap. He's one of the guys that when you hear him, that if he was a jazz drummer and he was playing that one note, he would have that same reaction like, what's going on? It's just <laughs> one note. And, and <laughs> you know, he is, he, he, when he plays, he plays in several dimensions. It's, it's, it's deep. He's, he's special. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yeah, so we're lucky to have him. Yeah. So many of our guests have, you know, that's their reference, you know, for a lot of, of their <laughs> education. One thing about him that I, um, notice is that like a lot of younger drummers and musicians kind of go to him for like a connection. Like I, like recently at camp at Brazil camp, um, he and uh, Sergio Krakowski have had this kind of nice, um, I don't know, connection. It's mm -hmm. fun to see these connections with younger artists and older um, musicians. And that's one of the ones that I, I especially liked. Oh, nice. They have a project. They, they, they're doing something together. Well, just at camp, they they did a lot of um, duets together. Sergio like went to the, the Georgie's um, Orisha class, his drumming class, mm. and just you know, just things like that. That it's so nice to get to see that. Nice. Oh, that must have been special. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sergio, that guy is a machine. Sergio, yeah. <laughs> holy crap, Adoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Woo, that is not from this planet. <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's this is it's too bad I can't say the words I'm thinking now, but I would drop a few bombs here. Like, ooh, that guy's fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's amazing. He's also super nice. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, that's good. He's one of the sweetest people. Yeah. Nice. nice. So I have a I have a more like practical question. Um, for um members in, you know, the groups that you run, like the student groups and the Grooversity groups, how do you have any tips for leaders of groups on how to try to motivate members to practice? That's hard. Embarrass them. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, that's a really good one. Okay, so I have a structure in my group. I split my group in three, in three parts, in three different groups within the big group, right? So we have some, we have a blessing here. There are no fees to be part of our group. If you want to play with us here in Boston, you are not gonna pay for anything. When we get, I'll give you a shirt. And when we get to the gigs, you just have to go. You just have to show up. I will bring the drums for you. Uh, 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 I'll bring the tricks, I'll bring the straps, I'll provide everything. I'll make it as convenient as possible if you're playing in, in my group in Boston. So, so here are the, the catches, you know? <laughs> so I split the group within three groups. There is the larger group I, I call, the, it's all a community group, I, you know, mm. but it's, there's the, we rehearse all together, always. There's no fees, there's no charge for rehearsals, anything, we share, we, we teach everything, and there's, it, one doesn't pay for anything. So, so, and everybody's together. Within the three groups, everybody's rehearsing together once a week for two hours. Mm -hmm. So, 
So there's the large group, the community group. Those are the people because we have been in a blessed position that we get uh, uh, you get paid for to perform. You know? mm-hmm. So if you're walking in, Courtney, and you say, "Hey, I want to play with you, but I'm really busy. I don't have much time, uh, 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 but I'll show up when I can." I'll say, "Hell yeah, high five!" Bah! You know all that good stuff. <laughs> Come on in, we need you, and 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 then you join the group. You're gonna show up when you want, and when I see that you're ready to perform, and depending on the gigs, if it's a street performance, I'll ask you to come anyways, because uh, uh, it's, it's people come and go. It's if we're playing in a theater or if you're doing a recording or something a little more elaborate. I mean, Courtney, I'll I'll invite you when you're ready. Okay, this and I'm saying this with peace and love. And this is actually a hopefully an inspiration and to 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 get you excited to learn our material, all right? But you're part of the co- so you tell me oh, I'm busy, I can't really commit too much. That's perfect. Come when you can, and I'll invite you to the gigs. There are there are more flexible, you know, parades and things like that. Right, right. Uh, and then you are you are you're not going to be paid for the performances. You're not paying anything. I'm going to give you the shirt. I'll lend you the drum for the show and so on. And But you're not going to be paid for the performance, right? Mm-hmm. The, so that's one one of the three parts of the, the, the group. The second part is is then the other... Uh, uh, the one step above. Still a large group. Any, so, so the first one... Oh, welcomes anybody, people that never played before and so on. The second one is the one, Marcus, I am going to commit to come to rehearse at least three times a month. And I do uh, wish to get paid for the shows. All right. So that that's cool. So you are going to be paid. We're going to split the, the, the pay and you're going to get a, a stipend. And then there is a whole other thing that we don't need to get into it. But I also expect you to invest some time in learning the material because mm-hmm. you are getting paid to learn. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> and then there is a third group, which is a small group. I call the pocket group. And that's the people they have learned at least one instrument, all the parts of the 15 rhythms that we have with all the breaks and movements and chants and blah, 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 blah. So, so there is this pocket group where once you master all of those, you, you, you'll be part of that group and you're going to be invited for more gigs than if you're part of the second group or if you're part of the third group. So then I select, depending on how the gig goes. If it's a parade, I'll invite everybody. If it's if it's a recording, if it's a theater show, then, then we have the pocket group. Therefore, you really have to know. You have to know. You are. I'm bringing the drum. I'm I'm making everything real nice to you. You have to learn. Then it comes to your question. I'm so sorry for taking so long, but I, I have to give you that background. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> information. How do you keep them motivated? And there'll be the people, they know that there is this uh, setting up, this setup, sorry. There's this setup of three, bra- three branches per se, 
uh, even though we all rehearse together. Once again, unity, there's no, there's, there isn't a flag. Hey, I'm part of group A, I'm part of group B. No, it's, we're mm -hmm. all one. Uh, and you just, you will just get more. The more you know, the more invitations you get. So how do we keep them stimulate? Uh, how do you say excited, right? Uh, in, how, how do you Mot motivated. It? Motivated, thank you. So how do we keep them motivated? I think it's through good performances that are presented to them. In fact, uh, so we are, uh, there's a good chance that we're going to play at SOBs in New York, which is one of the greatest uh, places for Brazilian music. The name is called Sons of, of Brazil, you know. <laughs> in New York, and <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 well, it comes from history, you know, uh, from Ciro Batista back in the days, and and, and oh, he's living in the West Coast now. Oh my God, I can't believe him. Aito Moreira, you know, it comes from from the beginning of Brazilian drumming in in America in the in the eighties and so on. So it's it's cool to play there and. So I'll put the, the shout out out there and I intentionally place a few extra names and I'll see their replies and they might say yes. And I'm saying, brother, I say this with peace and love. I'm sorry, but we can't have you yet because I don't think you're ready. And we have to, to make that hard decision. And another way that we keep them motivated then it's so good gigs i guess and to make mm -hmm. the good gigs they have to be ready right and, right. and then another way is i let's say we have a gig and the, we do a school an educational school show a brazilian is uh it's brazilian uh, music and dance show that we do we, we visit schools and 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 we glimpse a little bit uh we glimpse capoeira maculele maracatu uh uh uh, funky from Rio, you know, some 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 hanging up a little bit though, and 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 then so so we have this show and and I see let's say the show is coming. I look at the list of players that are available at that time, and I see there is one hippie player that is not that solid. Oh yeah, you're coming to the gig, all right. So 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 you come to the gig and at the gig. We, the person will be by him or herself and feel a little bit, like I would say, I guess naked in a sense, because the music is happening and there is a moment that you're supposed to play and there is silence. And then we play again and we look at you, we smile, all with love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all, all with love. It, it always, no, I really try to, to even because there are bad days so I, I really try to make a conscious effort like i can't make faces if somebody is not taking care of business <laughs> you know i really try to 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 not do that you know my father used to do that to me and i didn't like it so i don't think it's fair for me to do to anybody so mm -hmm. so so anyway so and then that i think that is works as a great call when you are at the gig and you make a signal, solo signal, I know that the guy doesn't know or the girl doesn't know the solo signal. Solo, I'm pointing at you. Your eyes are going to be huge, right? <laughs> solo, four bars. One, two, three, four, bam. And the music stops and bam, the spotlight is right on you. And and it's, it's, it's loving. We laugh, you know, 
And then we stop and then we go, oh, and we make a joke out of it. It looks like it's part of the show. The audience is not going to understand that it's, right, right. You know, and the person's face will be priceless. So hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I'm not scaring anybody for life because we, we try to make a, a love environment before we call like this. Those are big wake up calls, I think. <laughs> tough love it sounds like yeah yeah, yeah. but, a, but it's, it's okay go oh, sorry 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 that's i was just gonna say that's a good line to when you're you know you're not ready yet but when you're ready we'll let you know i like that that's good yeah uh, yeah i see i see but it but it's as far as so as i said once you put someone in, in that in that moment of of realization like hey oh i really gotta learn i don't want to do this again it was fine but i don't want to go through that again and i i, I feel like that works <laughs> yeah, yeah interesting cool it's, i think the three tier system works too i mean that's what jacare does at um austin mm. samba oh cool, cool, have, cool, cool have multiple tiers so people are motivated if they want to to get into those um, yeah higher groups yeah right. Yeah, but I'll talk about talk about uh, knowing how to run a group. Yeah, listen yeah. to 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 his interview. That was awesome. It's one of, it was one of the first ones, right? Like yes. one so of the first. Two. Yeah, episode yeah, two, that... Imani and Jacare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was great, and and they are they are the biggest, I think, in in North America, uh, yeah, right? So yes. Yeah. Members and and hey, good for them. It's like I gotta listen to that one again to get inspired yeah <laughs> yeah shakaray is awesome he's been a, a big supporter of us so. nice oh yeah. nice nice uh, <laughs> um so i've got a question that we've been asking people um what has been your best day playing this music like one of your most memorable favorite moments oh boy that's a that's a curveball. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite moments. What's it's? I like when this stuff. What's a, one of my favorite moments? You know, it's this is. Uh, it might be an unusual answer, uh, because I like when things go wrong, and 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 it's and it's funny, you know. <laughs> Like like the story I told you about that show, it's so dramatic, and then you hear James Brown in the audience. <laughs> I feel good. Da, 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 da. You know. I, so that's the stuff that sticks with you, I guess. It's uh, uh, and but what's like? Oh man, I have to find one, one good, or a couple. Oh okay. Uh, okay, so all right. Uh, oh, this is a good one. So I'm 18 years old, and that's one of the things I miss uh, from Salvador. I I really miss the beach, mm-hmm. and here I am talking about another story, non-drumming related. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know the beach is nice. The other day was you know, there was a storm a couple of days ago. I think we got 12 inches. Yeah. Of snow. Yeah, you guys and, got a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I really like to 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 run. I was actually listening to to Scott Kettner's interview when when I did that, and and that great job, hey Scott, saying hi to you, brother. Congratulations, bro. And 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 anyway, so I I 
I really miss running at the beach in Salvador. And then I was like, I, I, I felt the snow. It's like, well, this reminds me of sand. And <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm going to go for a run to see if I can recreate that, uh, the vibe of running at the sand. And it actually felt quite similar, uh, temperature-wise as well. But, <laughs> but and listening to you guys, too, that was fun. So, so, and another thing that I miss from Salvador uh, uh, is, is playing trio electricus. And mm. do you guys want to explain trio electrical? You're going to do a better job than I. No, you do uh, it. <laughs> so, okay. So, hang in there. I hope I'll, I'll do a good job. So, a trio electrical is a truck. Like a, it was it 18-wheeler? Is that what you call Mm-hmm. Yeah. A 18 wheeler. So it's a humongous truck that they convert into a huge humongous sound system. And on top of that sound system, there is a stage. And these days, woo, the trio electricals in the last uh, uh, 10 years, they, they, they are, they, the only thing left for them is to talk. Because now, you know, there are, there are like LCL, LCD or LED screens, you know, with with images on on the trio electricals. It's amazing uh, uh, how much it has evolved. But it's basically a, a truck with a super powerful sound system and a super cool stage on top where the bands perform, of course. And the truck goes through the crowd during car during during fests during during parts cele festivals celebrations carnivals. Uh, uh, lavagings, whatever, you know, popular celebrations. So, this, so I'm 18 years old, and it's my first time in a trio electrical, and we are, for everybody that has been to Salvador, let me paint the feet, the, the picture to you. We're all, we're, we're all tripping together, okay? So, <laughs> so, so, we are a farol da barra. It's that, uh, how do you call it in English? When there is a, a, a light a lighthouse? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Light, lighthouse. Yeah, lighthouse. Yeah. So, so we are at, at the Baja neighborhood, at, near the lighthouse, you, you know. So we are on top of that trio electrical. It's estimated one million people uh, uh, around it during carnival. So it's one million in the Farol da Baja, and, and they say another million in in the historic side of it, on the upper part of the city. There are two main areas, there's actually three, but there are a lot of areas, but there are two major ones. <laughs> then we are there, I'm 18, we're playing a, a, a samba, and, 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 and the singer, you know, when you've seen me perform, I, I go and I do stuff like, let me hear you say, oh yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, and mm -hmm. you say, hey, hey, oh, you know, that kind of stuff. And the singer at that time, he, uh, uh, so the truck is stopped, the trio stops, one million people around you. And what did she say? She said, let me hear you scream if you root for the Bahia team. It's, there are two major soccer teams there, you know? So so they play around, like, if you root for Bahia, let me hear you scream. If you root for Vitoria, let me hear you scream. And the singer says, if you root for Bahia, let me hear you scream. The roar of a million people is 
is uh, I'm getting chills of thinking of that that happened uh, some time ago. <laughs> so so I'm a teenager on top of this huge truck and one million people like, what? That's something memorable that that's that's hard to to forget. That's that's on top of of my favorite moments as a performer. Yeah. Performing mm-hmm. during Carnival in Salvador on a trio electric. That's, that's priceless. For a million people. <laughs> that's crazy. Awesome. So we are in yeah. Carnival season right now, Marcus. Um, do you have any gigs that are coming up? All right. All right. Yes. East Coast? Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of good stuff. Uh, and because of the longevity of, of this podcast, I would suggest people to, to check out our social media we try to post as much as we we can what we are doing, but we are playing at the at, at pretty much at the biggest uh, colleges in the area. They all have carnival parties. We just did last Friday. We did the Boston University carnival party, and we're gonna do two carnival parties at MIT. They are all coming soon, and we're gonna do one in Harvard as well. Uh, uh, and that, those are the local. The local gigs that are happening, but then we have other things booked. Uh, uh, so we'll we'll be visiting the groups. We're gonna be part of the Sambanali Festival. That's good to say. Yes, yes, Sambanali Festival organized by our brother, Mr. Karsten Morn. Uh, it's in 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 Germany. So if you're listening oh, wow. in Europe, we're, you're gonna be there June. Uh, 9 to 12 and June 12 is my birthday so wow. I know I know oh my god uh, you know I wish I could say what I'm thinking but please <laughs> let's go and celebrate and forget our names for 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 the celebration you know <laughs> we celebrate so much that we forget what am I called again? Uh, no, oh, that's that's none. All right, so so we'll be at Samba Nani Festival later in the summer, and then there's Samba Syndrome too happening in Berlin in September. Uh, so, so I mentioned Mexico City, and and there are other things in the in in the books coming up. So I think the best is to to follow us either our Marco Santos Facebook page. Or or the Groversity Facebook page. <laughs> nice. Is is there like a hidden talent that we don't know about you outside of music? Do you fix cars? <laughs> Do you like to climb trees? Is there anything crazy that we don't know about? <laughs> climb trees. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Do you like I'm, to cook? A... Do you you know? Are oh, you a marvelous God. cook? I'm the best. I'm the best cook. I don't know if you're listening to this and you think a better cook than me. You are wrong. Uh, <laughs> the best, like my, 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 my fried eggs are outstanding. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, are you guys good cooks? Um, there are dishes I like to make that are probably good, but um. I don't know. I get stuck in a rut sometimes. As far as I think I, I used to be pretty good, but then I uh, married this man who can't is like compulsively cooking all the time, so I don't <laughs> ever get to practice anymore. <laughs> so I'm pretty much the luckiest person ever because he just cooks all the time. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, awesome. 
Yeah, it's like being married to a chaff or something. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's always good. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so besides your great fried eggs, what? Tell us something about yourself that we don't already know. You know, it's funny because you're asking a question that is not related to drumming. So you see, people, it's not my fault. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I'm gonna answer and take it to drumming. <laughs> oh, of course. That's <laughs> yeah, strange how life works. Eh? <laughs> We've been avoiding drumming the entire time. You ask a question, no drumming related, and here, here we are back into drumming. So they, uh, I do not have, sadly, I, I, I don't have any any other talents. I, you know, it's like I'm, I'm an awful handman and. I I can't cook. I can't draw. I can't, you know. It's like I, it's, yeah. It's I don't have anything. I wish I did. But Do you juggle? This, Do you juggle? Oh my God! You read my mind. You felt the energy. <laughs> yes. So with that said, the way I see that uh, Brazilian drumming is going outside of Brazil, and it's gonna it's gonna go back to Brazil eventually, but. It, it's the people are incorporating other, uh, uh, how do you say this, other acts into the drumming. So you see more and more videos of people performing. And if you think about it, they're not only drummers, they are, maybe they're mostly dancers. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's, and it, there's a huge uh, uh, investment, I feel, outside of Brazil, especially in, no, I'll say in Europe. Yes, I should, yeah, Europe, I think we're safe to say. In Europe, there is a huge investment, I think, of, of, of moving as much as drumming. And, and, but when I say moving, that's, I mean, my group moves. But in Europe, they are, they are, damn, they are taking it to another level. It's, it's, it's beyond moving. They are dancing, they are performing. And, and you know, it's like they are adding acts like juggling and, and throwing mallets, even though, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Abara from Chimbalada. He has been throwing mallets for for decades, but now it's they are adding as part of the act in Europe, you know, and taking this Brazilian drumming to another level. And and I'm I'm sitting down here and pulling the hair that I don't have, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out ways of because the university system is a curriculum and and it has a template. It's it, it's really friendly user. The rhythms are a bit tricky, you know, and, and we make it a bit tricky because we, we want our drumming to be a little groovy yet intricate. We, mm -hmm. we thrive with that. And I'm here sitting down, pulling my hair and trying to figure out how we can keep up with this new movement that is going in, 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 in Europe. And like, how can we add and keep the template? How can we add other acts? And, and maybe juggling or, or, or heavier dancing, you know, or acting, you know, it's, it's definitely going into, into that direction, I think, these days. Hmm. <laughs> like more performance, like yes. a visual performance. Cool. Yes. You know, somebody that has actually got a hot head started on, on this and she's, she's doing a beautiful job there in Riverside, California. Uh, uh, Julie is is being because she's a dancer uh, uh, and she has an all ladies friend. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, all ladies group, 
and 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 because they are all dancers when they perform when they drum they perform you know and mm -hmm. so they yeah. they they started rolling that ball in in in, in that direction in, yeah, what's in the name Riverside. of that group they're super good they're really yeah. engaging i heard last time that they would change the name but they would oh, they, used, okay. they used to be called afro samba mamas yes and, right and now i think it might be muvuka uh, 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 muvuka uh, uh, Bloco Muvuka or Muvuka Samba Muvuka. I'm not sure that they, they, they we, we can we can maybe say later uh, 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 talk to, yeah. to, to Julie yeah and then yeah. Another, another shout out for a guy that has been there for the beginning of Grooversity uh, Brian Cooper Ryder you know him too mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's such a great guy big heart my brother we love you it's just saying hi and hi to all, <laughs> all the directors, too. Yeah, thank you for believing in us. And you guys are great, too. Oh, oh man, it's, it's been such a great time. And thank you for doing this twice. You know, it's fun. <laughs> thank you for coming on, Marcus. <laughs> this is fun. And this yeah, is, it is. Thank you for, for this. I'll, I'll maybe one year from now, I'll listen to, to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope you liked that episode. We had fun talking to Marcus. He's always really fun to talk to. Uh, we'd like to give some shout-outs for this week. Um, one goes out to Tara Deodar from here in Portland and also Susan Aiello here in Portland. They're faithful listeners, and we appreciate them um, giving feedback to us. Um, I'd like to also give shout-outs to all my teachers and friends in Brazil getting ready for carnival I see videos and such and I get really excited seeing them um, and so I'm just excited <laughs> if you guys would like to learn more about Marcus Santos and his projects um, you can go to marcussantos.com m-a-r-c-u-s-s-a-n-t-o-s.com He's also on Grooversity.com, G-R-O-O-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y.com. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> and he's also on Facebook. He has a, um, a really good, fun media presence, social media presence. If you would like to learn more about us, we have a website called www.thebrazilianbeat.com. You can email us at thebrazilianbeat at gmail.com. Uh, Diana's tweeting on Twitter at BrazilianBeat1. We're also on Facebook, The Brazilian Beat, and photos on Instagram, The Brazilian Beat. And you can listen to our podcast on iTunes and several other uh, podcast players. You can also stream the audio from the website. If anyone would like any help learning how to download a podcast player and download podcasts and listen to them, just send us an email at thebrazilianbeat at gmail.com. Also, Courtney, I'd like to add, um, you can listen to archives of our old episodes, which are kind of fun to listen to. You can listen to somebody like Jonas talking about Carnival, which is kind of apropos for right now, or Shakane yeah. and Imani from last season. So it's kind of fun to listen to those old um, episodes. You can hear all the work that goes into pulling off something like that. Exactly. Yeah. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. 